Are you a parent in business that wants to learn digital marketing the right way? So you've got an amazing business and you want to shout it from the rooftops. You want everyone to know about it and you want to generate consistent revenue. You love the idea of your business working for you whilst you are busy making memories with your family. The one thing stopping you is digital marketing. From SEO to blogging, from creating your own digital courses to creating podcasts that parents will love. My Bumped Baby has the solution. We have launched our Digital Marketing Academy and it is designed for parent-focused business owners to grow and scale their business with ease. Our academy can be accessed from anywhere on any device, which means as a busy parent in business, you can learn on the go with our bite-sized straight-to-the-point videos. Join us today by visiting the link below and have seven-day free trial on us to see if the area is right for you. Click the link under this podcast to start benefiting today and access our training right away. We look forward to seeing you in there and teaching you everything you need to know about digital marketing for parent-focused businesses. This podcast is sponsored by My Bump to Baby Family Protection and Legal Directory. To find your nearest advisor or family law solicitor, head over to www.mybumptobaby.com forward slash family protection legal. Do you love the idea of being your own boss? What about saving money on childcare because you can actually work flexibly around your family? My Bump to Baby is rapidly expanding and we are looking for people to run their own pregnancy to preschool hubs in their local area. Full training is provided, ongoing mentor support, Fantastic regular team incentives, a bonus scheme, uncapped commission, review products for free and review days out too. If you are interested in being the My Bump to Baby Manager for your local area, email us business at mybumptobaby.com. Limited space available. Hello and welcome to My Bump to Baby Expert Podcast, where we bring experts from all over the UK to answer your questions on everything pregnancy to preschool. Today, I am joined by the lovely Tracy Holgate from Trust Tracy. Tracy is a sleep coach and will be sharing her tips to stop our toddlers waking up early. I hope you enjoy this episode. Hello everybody and welcome to My Bump to Baby Expert podcast. Today we have the lovely Tracy Holgate from Trust Tracy. Tracy is a sleep coach and will be answering 
all our questions on tips to stop our toddlers waking up early. So hello, Tracy. How are you? Hi, I'm very well, thank you. How are you? I'm lovely to have you on here. I'm very well, thank you. And I know this is a subject that so many parents, um, you know, need help with. And I'm, I'm really excited about speaking to you about this, Tracy. So can we start with why toddlers do wake up early? Yeah. So there's many reasons why toddlers wake up early. And like you said, many parents want to know the answers because it's such a common issue. Um, You know, I think, you know, when they're babies, you can almost sort of accept it a bit more, obviously have the sleepless nights and the waking up early. But obviously when they turn into toddlers, um, you know, you kind of don't really expect them to still be sort of waking up early. But obviously, as we know, they do still wake up early. So um, all I would say is sometimes it's not necessarily that the child wants to wake up early you know and I certainly don't think they're doing it just to annoy mum and dad you know a lot may feel like that at times um it's almost like they're programmed to wake early um and there's lots of environmental factors that contribute to this so the good news for parents is although it can be a common issue there are things you can do as a parent to help stop the your child waking up early as well um so I regard an early morning wake up as anything before six o'clock so five half five I'd say that was an early morning wake up and say four half four I would say that was still night time so I would treat this the same way you do through the night and settle your child back to sleep your usual way and young children are natural larks so they tend to wake up early whereas adults we tend to be owls, sort of the term night owls, and tend to stay up later. So we're almost not in sync with each other to start off with. Um, there's also things like regressions, which can affect your child's sleep and developmental milestones. And yep, some toddlers do like to wake wake up and start their day early, especially if they're excited for something. Um, but also things like watching TV or playing their favourite games, something like that can cause them to wake up early. Yeah, no, that makes sense. That's that's really interesting. So, so, um, does the bedtime routine the night before then affect toddlers waking up early? Can that can that play a factor? It can do, and I always recommend having a bedtime routine for even young babies, you know, as well as toddlers, and you know, even older children. You know, obviously your bedtime routine changes as they get older, but definitely, you know, bedtime routines are really important. So I always recommend a really lovely bedtime routine for toddlers as well as babies and older children. But with regards to early morning wake-ups, making sure your child is happy and feels secure at bedtime helps. But it's not just what your child is doing right before bedtime, but also what they do late in the afternoon and the whole day that can affect. So yes, bedtime routine can affect early morning wake-ups as well as everything can affect them. Um, so getting the right bedtime is really important. You've got to sort of think about your child's sort of sleep needs and how long they need to sleep. Um, you know, not all toddlers will sleep what, you know, the charts or the predictions say they should. I mean, the guidelines for, say, you know, two to five year old is huge. It's from sort of 10 to 13 hours. Wow. You know, which is a, it's a big difference. You know, and some children will have those 10 hours and some will have the 13 and some are you know, in between that. So it's kind of looking at how much sleep they've had over the 24 hours. So taking into account, obviously, if they've had a nap as well. Um, But, you know, if your child is waking up early in the morning and there's nothing else jumping out as the reason, then just think, what time are they going to bed? Is it too early? You know, and if you do think it's too early, then you could try, you know, moving your bedtime later by 15 minutes sort of every few nights to see if that helps. 
that's a good idea that's a that's a really good idea um so is there anything tracy that you recommend then to stop toddlers waking early is there any tips you can give us yeah sure so i mean you know it is it's exhausting when your child works early and it obviously can affect the whole family you know it means mum and dad are tired as well as the child being tired it's almost this vicious circle isn't it where everyone's feeling tired and you know everyone's not sort of performing their best and the siblings so, as well if they're waking up yeah. the siblings i imagine that that could be a bit yeah stressful. no it is and that is a really common issue as well um you know obviously parents are worried about that and that's that can also be part of the reason why parents kind of intervene at five o'clock almost more quickly when they have you know a second child because obviously they don't want that second child who wakes up at five to wake the other one up as well so sometimes parents intervene more so obviously the more children they have um so yeah definitely things you can you can do um like everything it's being consistent you know it's not a magic fix necessarily it is just you know taking a consistent approach to it so sometimes it's like being a bit of a detective and kind of crossing things off so yeah the main things to look at are things like food light activity social interaction and temperature so these can all contribute to your child waking early um, and like i say if you're consistent with them and get it just right then it can make a big difference so i'll just go through what i mean by each oh, so by fantastic. food yeah so by, yeah so by food um eating at set times during the day can really help as well this helps you know to sort of regulate circadian rhythm so eating at the same meal times so breakfast at the same time, lunch at the same time, dinner at the same time. Obviously, life isn't, you know, programmed like that, but as much as you can to try and eat at regular times. And also waiting until a sensible breakfast time before you give your child any food or indeed any milk. Um, obviously, we're talking about toddlers here. We're not talking about young babies. So, you know, if your child wakes up at five and, you know, you give them a cup of milk or some breakfast as soon as they wake up, then obviously it's almost impossible to expect them to wait until seven. But I would try and get out of the habit of feeding them anything like that as soon as they wake up. So obviously it's too long to wait until a normal breakfast time. So what I would do is, again, sort of shift it by sort of 15 minutes every day or every couple of days until you're getting towards, you know, a bit more of a sensible time. Because if your child's waking up and instantly getting food, then that can um, contribute them to waking up. Of course, yeah, because they could be waking up because they're then hungry because they're used to getting fed at that time, couldn't they? Yeah, absolutely, yeah. And almost habitual hunger is the same as, you know, kind of feeling hungry because to the child it's, you know, they feel the same, you know. So it is a case of, you know, really trying to, you know, I'm not talking about being, you know, really mean to them, but obviously if they're used to waking up at that time and then almost getting the food straight away, then it can definitely um, make them wake up early mm -hmm. yeah um so yeah and then obviously some things like light i mean you know it sounds obvious um it's pretty light at the minute so you know it's checking your child's room is really dark so i quite often hear from parents they say oh my child's room really is dark but then when you look there's quite often you know gaps in between and you know light can sort of come in through there or maybe you leave the bedroom door open, you know, with the landing light on. It's just anything, any kind of light coming in can cause them to wake up. They're in a very light sleep early in the morning. So even some sort of light when they go to bed may not affect them, but it could be affecting them um, in the morning. So black out all the windows as much as you can 
and turn off any unnecessary lights. Um, and also another environmental factor, something like noise. Again, like I said, they're in a really deep sleep the first part of the night. So, you know, you can go in your child's bedroom and put clothes away and it doesn't wake them up. But early in the morning, you know, the, the neighbor's dog could be barking, you know, outside and that could wake them up. So if you think that there could be anything um, sort of environmental inside the home or outside the home that could be waking them up at that time, then, you know, you can try um, some white noise to block out any of those noises. Oh, that's a really good tip. Yeah, so that have that playing and does that does that tend to block those noises out sometimes? It can do, yeah. I mean, I wouldn't always recommend white noise in older children, but definitely give it a go if there's something that you think could be waking them up that's, you know, a noise factor. It's definitely worth trying that. It doesn't have to be white noise. You know, you can actually look into different... Um, sounds so that you know you can get brown noise you can get white noise you can get pink noise um you know you can also get different kinds of music for older toddlers and children so but some kind of something like that that's playing continuously that's going to block out any other noise from outside is you know is worth yeah, giving it a yeah, go definitely um and so i said social interaction as well so you want to make it boring. Um, I'm going to sound yeah. a bit horrible here, but, you know, you want to keep, you know, you don't want them to, you don't want to give them that reason to wake up. So, you know, you, you want to kind of keep it as boring as you can. And if possible, you want to keep them in their bedroom for as long as possible. So if you can leave your child in their room, you know, for short periods of time before you go in, then that's great. If you can't and you're not happy leaving your child or if they're crying or, you know, really upset, then you can go in. But what I would say is just, you know, keep it quiet. Don't go in and start kind of negotiating with them and chatting with them and turning on the lights and, okay, I'll go and get some milk and, you know, try and almost sort of negotiate to get them back off to sleep. You want to just keep it quiet, keep it dark and just go in and just sit quietly in their room again for about 20, 30 minutes. So you're either leaving them if they're happy and okay being left on their own. If not, you can go in and you can sit in the room with them. Um, and then the idea is with that, then, you know, again, it's not going to happen overnight. But as you know, the sort of days and weeks go on, the longer that they're in their bedroom for rather than, you know, as soon as they wake up, they get up. Um, you know, it can help. And what you want to do is after you've sort of sat in there for the 20, 30 minutes, then you want to turn on the lights and open the curtains, you know, good morning. You know, it's not necessarily what you want to be doing at half five in the morning, but you want them almost to be waking up with kind of these environmental cues rather than just as soon as they wake up, they think it's time to kind of get up and we come downstairs. Another big thing, which, you know, again, you're tired and you just want this quick fix, but probably one of the worst things you can do is kind of come downstairs at five o'clock with your toddler and turn the TV on or give them the iPad. Um, you know, screens are really stimulating. Um, and, you know, before I became a sleep coach, my middle daughter would wake up at five. You know, we'd come downstairs and we'd watch hours of Peppa Pig in the morning. And that was just kind of what we did. But it's like I say, it's almost one of the worst things you can do. And I have worked with lots of families where you kind of take away the TV or the iPad and don't let them have it till later on in the morning or after lunch. And for some, it can solve that early morning wake up. Not all, but some, you know, if they're used to that kind of TV time or screen time, you know, that can actually be causing them to to wake up. Um, and, yeah, they might be thinking, oh, I can go down and watch this now. And then, yeah. Yeah, yeah. in that routine. 
yeah and they do and it's hard you know I mean you know I'm a parent as well and I know how hard it is but it's just sort of you've almost got to kind of look at things in the long where do you want to be three weeks a month from now rather than kind of just looking at these sort of quick fix solutions what would you do if you were to go downstairs then and um, obviously not put the screens on and stuff is there any anything you can think of that you could do that would keep it all kind of calm if you know what I mean yeah I mean I would just go down and even just sit and just you know cuddle and you know if your child's happy doing that um or you know you can simply look at you know some books yeah reading yeah just read them a story or you know just sitting there having sort of a little conversation with them just something that's not you know sort of really stimulating where they're kind of getting up running around and it's all really exciting so yeah just keeping it as you know quiet and unstimulating as you can great they're fantastic tips Tracy thank you so much um for all of those can you Tracy can you tell people a little bit about you and where they can find you for more sleep sleep coaching yeah sure so um obviously I'm baby and child sleep coach so I work with babies from newborn um right up to eight years old um I do various kind of sleep packages for parents depending on um how much support they need so I do email start off with email only packages up to sort of one-to-one full support um I also do a um group coaching program as well um so yeah they can um check me out through my um website or find me on Facebook and I've also got a free private group on Facebook as well if they want to join there um lots of parents in there they post questions um you know sort of get support from other people there and also obviously I'm in the group as well and then on a Thursday I always do a sort of a live question answer where I answer all the the questions that parents have posted there during during the week. That's fantastic um that's brilliant well what we'll do is we'll put all those links in the show notes so that people can find your group etc because that sounds fantastic um and and if you've got any questions anyone that you want Tracy to help you with um I'm sure Tracy won't mind you getting in touch with her Oh, absolutely. Yeah, by all means. And, you know, I'm always happy to have a a chat with parents as well. You know, yes, I'm obviously a business and a sleep coach, but, you know, part of my, you know, sort of role is, you know, reassurance as well as supporting parents. So even if you've just got a question and, you know, you're sick of Googling or whatever, just, you know, book a call with me, which again, you can do through my Facebook page on my website. I'm always happy to, to chat with parents and just either give them reassurance or, you know, you know, if I can help, then obviously I'll help um but yeah no problem at all oh that's amazing because i do think with sleep it's something we all need it just makes life so much better so thank you so much tracy anyway for for answering all those questions it's been really really helpful tonight no problem no it's been a pleasure thank you for having me thank you thank you for listening to my bump to babies expert podcast If you would like to find help and support from experts in your local area, head over to www.mybumptobaby.com and you will also be able to find local pregnancy to preschool groups, classes, businesses and services in your local area. Wondering what's on in your local area? 
Come and join our weekly newsletter where we share the classes and groups that are on in your local area. From pregnancy to preschool, we have you covered. Click the link below this podcast to receive your newsletter each week, every Sunday, so you know what's on and you can plan your week ahead.